the Everything But Politics podcast. Welcome back to episode number 59 of the Everything But Politics podcast. Today's guest is a man I've been following for a long time now and a man who has the blueprint. He's a serial entrepreneur, CEO of Sports One Marketing, humanitarian, author, podcaster, and father. David Meltzer, what an honor to have you here with us today. Well, it's an honor to be invited here, and I certainly appreciate you not only following me, but alongside my mission to help empowering others. You guys represent the thousand that I'm looking for in my lifetime to empower another thousand, to empower another thousand, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. Awesome. And David, I think uh, for maybe our listeners who maybe don't know you and your story, I think a great way for them to better understand you and what you stand for is if you could explain being kind to your future self and what that means to you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for asking that, by the way. And it was told to me when I ran the most notable sports agency in the world, Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment, they had made the movie Jerry Maguire about our firm. Uh, Lee Steinberg said to me, uh, David, remember, be kind to your future self and always do good deeds in a very competitive space sports agentry in a very competitive space entertainment uh, a lot of people lose focus on kindness they'd rather be right or rich uh, but his lessons as a great mentor the importance of kindness and of doing the right thing and the good thing uh, has led me over now 20 years i've been doing free friday trainings for over 20 years i do free uh, content every single day i give my books for free. I not only give my books for free, I pay for the book and shipping and sign it. Uh, for anyone in your community, they can just email me, david at dmelter.com. I'll do that. So uh, the idea is beyond paying it forward. Paying it forward is you know doing something good when no one's watching, but it's actually a realm of kindness, not only to yourself, but to others by doing the right thing and the good thing, no matter who's looking. Dave, I just wanted to give you a quick shout out. I actually have my signed copy right here next to me. It came in not too long ago. So I appreciate uh, and thank you, Nick, for helping set that up. It was uh enjoyed reading it and enjoyed uh getting the copy. It was exciting. Well, yeah, we have more books to send you too. So make sure you email me still. I got more books to send, so we don't limit it to one. That's a workbook that Jack Canfield that wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and I did to how to develop a uh, a better life for yourself. So the unstoppable workbook uh, is a great book to start with. It was. Thank you. And David, you were obviously extremely successful before social media. Why did you elect to make your life public? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. You guys are really good. So no one's ever asked me that. And uh, I appreciate it. Um, so what happened was I had no intention of making my life public. In fact, Uh, I had lost everything in 2008. I had recovered from losing over $100 million and going bankrupt. I wrote a book in 2013, which now, believe it or not, is almost 11 years ago since I published my first book. We've written about eight and I'm working on more. Um, But it was interesting because I had a radio show for sports. That was pretty much uh, the public facing David Meltzer was speaking about my book at schools and organizations. And my radio show, The Sports Blender, was syndicated. It was a sports show. And I ran into, at the Super Bowl, these Vaynerchuk kids 
this guy, AJ Vaynerchuk, who wanted to start a sports agency. And he asked for my advice uh, about building a sports agency. Call, they call it Vayner Sports. And while I'm in the Nike suite, uh, people get super excited in the Nike suite. And they're like, oh, my God, Gary V is here. And I look to AJ Vaynerchuk and I'm like, oh, who does he play for? And he just like looks at me like I'm crazy. He goes, what? I go, yeah, who does Gary V play for? He goes, no, dude, that's that's my brother, Gary Vaynerchuk. I was like, oh, who does he play for? No, no, no. He, he's, he's a social media god. And I was like, really? I go, how old is he? And he's like 35, I think he was at the time. I'm like, and he's a social media god. He goes, yeah, we sold wine on the internet and evolved into the biggest entrepreneurial brand in social media. And he's like, you got to meet him. So the first thing Gary said to me when I was helping him with the sports agency was you got to build your brand. You got to create a podcast. You, you got to you know, publicize everything about your bankruptcy and teach people your lesson. And that's where it all started. When somebody like Gary Vee tells you, you can do it. I've learned from my past experience, the fastest way to get to where you want to be is find someone that's already there and ask them for directions. Gary was more than willing to give me directions and he still does as I give him directions for what I know. And both of us have benefited greatly uh, from the public facing uh, entity that we've created uh, each of us to help people. And, you know, we both live in gratitude and empathy are our mainstay values. And David, my question for you is once you do have these directions, how do you execute and kind of turn your dreams into reality? Well, that's one of the things that I teach. And, you know, I'd love to coach you two guys on this. It's really getting clear on your values, creating daily practices and an execution model based on doing our best, learning lessons and having fun each day, knowing our what, knowing our who, knowing our how, knowing our now, applying our why in a trajectory of where we think we want to be by giving the correct meaning to the past, the failures, mistakes, setbacks, successes, void shortages, and obstacles of our past. It's the meaning that you give that that determines your success. You see, you guys will never overachieve your own self-image. And if you give the wrong meaning to your past, your self-image is going to be very low and you'll never overachieve that. And then if you're not utilizing practices by enjoying the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential. If you're stuck in the biggest energy suck that most people your age are stuck in, that's the difference between I am and this is what I want people to think I am. Instead, if you know what you are and what you want and you're clear and you communicate that to others, you will accelerate, you will aggregate, and you will create outcomes that are exponential to what you think you want or better. And David, so I was just recently listening to a, a podcast with Joe Rogan and Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan mentioned something to uh, to Joe. He's like, he learned from a pastor. He's like, wait, so you're telling me I can change the trajectory of my life just by changing the way I think. Obviously, that translates into what you just said. But at what point in your life did you kind of understand that message? Well, it's funny because Hulk Hogan, uh, Randy Hart, and I, we were with Joe Olstein together in Lakewood, uh, there in Houston, Texas. And that was the conversation that all three of us had with uh -huh. Joe Osteen, uh, about that. And for me, it happened when I was most resistant, uh, to the idea 
that I wasn't in control. I was living a life, what I call, I had transferred from the world of not enough, uh, where everything happened to me with a single mom and six kids, completely broke growing up, to being a multimillionaire, living in the world of just enough, buying things I didn't need to impress people I didn't like, that differentiator between I am and what I want people to think I am. And I met a lady who told me that I needed to learn to meditate and to raise my awareness and to use my mindset along with the heart set and handset that I already had developed in order to be a ferocious Buddha, ferocious every day, doing my best, learning lessons, having fun, but Buddhist in the outcome to detach my emotions to the effort, not the outcome. And to allow the outcomes to come, notating that humans aren't capable of understanding or knowing the importance or significance of outcomes until time allows them to reveal itself. You see, if you learn to love things, if you learn to love things consistently, if you learn to love things consistently and long enough, it will tell you all its secrets. It will overcome our incapability of understanding and knowing the exact meaning of the failure, successes, and mistakes. So, for example, when I lost over $100 million, had to tell my mom I went bankrupt, had to tell my mom she was moving because I never took my name off of her title. At that moment, I didn't understand or know how that was protecting me and promoting me to a better place. But as time unraveled itself, as I learned to love and find the light and the lessons in that challenge, it has revealed itself as one of the greatest things in my life to propel me to empower others to empower others and have allowed me to make more money, help more people and have more fun. Even though when I tell my wife that I didn't lose the hundred million, I invested it in myself and the lessons that I needed to learn to make even more money. She always just claims that's bullshit. <laughs> and David, you mentioned meditation. When did you first begin meditating? And what have been the major benefits you've seen because of meditation? Yeah, so I was running the big sports agency flying to India. And this lady next to me asked me if I was okay. I was so close-minded. I literally said to her, do you know who I am? <laughs> she said, do you meditate? I said, no, only people that are sick, high, broke, lying on their mom's couch, dreaming about what they want, meditate. I grew up with nothing. I have a Ferrari. I'm worth over $100 million. And I have access that even billionaires don't have access to, running the most notable sports agency in the world. They made the movie Jerry Maguire about our firm. What do I need meditation for? I can make anything happen myself. And she said, oh, that's too bad because I could teach you to vibrate faster. I rolled my eyes at her. I'm like, what does vibration have to do with meditation? And what does meditation have to do with increasing the amount that I receive, the control that I have. She said, look, you can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you. And the earth vibrates the slowest than plants, animals, humans, sound, light. And then she rocked my world and said, David, do you know what vibrates the fastest? I'm like, no. She said the truth. I can teach you through meditation to be aware of the truth, the secrets, the cheat codes. Would you like to come to my workshop and learn how to meditate? Of course, at that time in my life, I said, no effing way. It's a waste of my time. Why would I meditate? And she said, that's too bad because I could 
teach you through meditation to raise your awareness of when to buy and when to sell. She met me where I was at with the most valuable thing I was looking for in my 30s with my closed mind, my scarce attitude. And of course, I went to that workshop to learn how to buy and sell, not to learn how to increase my awareness for the betterment of all. Although when I finished the workshop, it changed my life. And I've been on a journey for 17 years of meditation, of elevation of my awareness, of the enlightenment that occurs through gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and effective communication to find and to empower the light, the love, and the lessons in everyone. And David, prior to this, did you face a lot of rejection? You know, I mean, obviously, in the episode you do with Adam Schefter, he talks about all the rejection he went through that you maybe don't realize on the way up, but they, they lead to where you are today. Because I feel like rejection is such a, a form of humility. But based off that conversation it sound, you had, it sounded like you didn't have much rejection. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, I've had plenty of rejection. I met my wife in the fourth grade, and uh, she rejected me at sixth grade camp to be my girlfriend and rejected me for about 17 more years until she finally went out with me. Uh, I've been in sales my entire career. I have created, I've been rejected so much, I've created what I've called the no rules. I have a 25 no rule that says, you know, it takes on average about 25 no's before you get a yes. I have a three no rule for when you have someone in your pipeline that has created a go, no go plan that has given you already a verbal yes. I have a three no rule for people who have already said yes to me. Uh, I think that you know, that type of rejection is an indicator that you have a better place to be, a better position to be in. One of those things that you guys have experienced with you and your friends, not getting into the college of your choice, getting those rejection letters. You know, I was so upset when Stanford didn't accept me to go to undergrad. They didn't accept me to go to law school. I joke around now that I get paid to speak at Stanford and Harvard and Columbia. All those places rejected me. But thank goodness they did because it put me in a better position, a better place, allowed me to learn. You don't learn anything other than that you're capable of executing on what you already know with a yes. When you get a no is when you learn something, when you expand, when you find the light, the love and the lessons that allow you to execute on the yes. But the lessons lie in the no's, not in the yeses. And still today, I receive tons of rejections that are just promoting me, protecting me, elevating me. Here's the analogy of rejection that can help all young people. When you were very young, I am sure there was a moment that you reached out to touch something hot. Soup, a stove, a fire. <coughs> and when you reached out, I guarantee that your mom or a relative or a babysitter slapped the crap out of your hand and screamed at you, no. Well, when that happened to me at three, I started to cry. My mom had hit me and yelled at me. I was like, why are you punishing me? Why did you hit me? You don't love me. What are, you, what are you doing? And she hugged me immediately and said, no, 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 no. I love you. I'm protecting you. I'm promoting you to safety. You just don't know that that fire will burn you. Well, when you guys got rejected by the college that you dreamed of or the girl that you dreamed of or the person job that you dreamed of, 
all that you are is protected and promoted by something bigger than you, an omniscient, all-powerful source that loves you even more than your mom. So when the universe slaps you in the hand and screams at you no and gives you the rejection letter or the deal doesn't go through or the guest doesn't say yes to come on your podcast or whatever else you want or think that you want, just realize you're being protected and promoted and look for the light, the love, and the lessons in there. David, it's funny you say that because about a year, last August, when I was, you know, freshly out of school looking for new jobs, I faced a lot of rejection. And that led to us creating this media company, Everything But Politics. Here we are, episode 59, get the opportunity to, opportunity to talk to people like you. So like you said, everything does happen for a reason. Obviously, a long way to go, but um, definitely some momentum and feel like we're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Well, th think about this, where you are today. And you, you've been doing this for a little bit over a year, I assume. Correct. Uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. So if you're where you're at today in a year, imagine if it doubles in the next year and then doubles in the next year. When you're my age, imagine the size, scope, and scale of your audience. I'm 55 years old. You will have the biggest show on earth if you just double the amount of the audience that you have today every single year. But the thing is, it doesn't just double every year. It doubles in less time. So it'll take 11 months to double, then 10 months to double, then nine months to double. So the biggest thing that stands between you and your success is the enjoyment of the consistent, persistent pursuit of that success. You will never overachieve your own self-image. And most people don't get to where they want to be or better because they quit. Yeah, well said. And David, I have a question. What is one thing you learned about spending time with dozens of billionaires? Yeah, so I've spent time with billionaires, millionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, and yep. entertainment. One of my podcasts alone, I've done over 1,600 episodes. Uh, so you can imagine the jump start that I have on you. I have TV shows that have everyone from Deepak to Sadhguru to Tillman Fertitta to Cameron Diaz and Dan Aykroyd to Danny Mack and Ellie Zeiler. I have a litany of successful people. And what I've learned about them, Evan, is that they have a common denominator. And it's the common denominator that I, too, have possessed to get me to where I want to be or better. And that's a desire that I must be what I can be. If you have a desire that you must be what you can be, it's just a matter of time before I am. And if you shift your paradigm and perspective to instead of I want to be to I am, what am I doing to interfere with it? So instead of trying to get more happy, more healthy, a bigger podcast, more worthy, more wealthy, just say to yourself, I am. I am happy, healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. And let's figure out what you're doing to interfere with it. That's why I coach so many young people like you and speaking, podcasting, writing books, building a media company, a brand, making introductions to the biggest names to help facilitate the elevation of that brand so that you can empower even more people. I pull up a seat next to me every single day and I teach people to pull a seat up next to them in order to help facilitate elevating others to elevate yourself. To get to where you want to be, there's only two things you need to know. One, Find someone who sits in a situation you want to be in, ask them for help, and find someone who wants to be where you are and give them help. The fastest and easiest way to get to where you want to be, ask someone for directions and give somebody directions. Awesome. They'd appreciate uh, the wisdom you've dropped in the last however many minutes we've had with you. 
And I want to I want to wrap up um, this podcast, David, with a quote from Be Unstoppable. Winners are those people who make a habit of doing things losers are uncomfortable doing. That yeah, look, I, I, lo- I love it. And, you know, here, here's the problem. You know, most people want instant results, but they're not capable of seeing the instant result. What I mean by that is that good behavior creates good progress, but you're not aware of it. Bad behavior creates bad progress, but you're not aware of it. So when we create good behaviors and we're not aware of the good progress, we quit. When we have bad behaviors and we create bad progress, we're not aware of it. So we keep doing the bad shit. So we're willing to do the things. Winners, abundant people are willing to do the things that other people aren't because we have a desire that we must be what we can be and a knowledge that we'll never overachieve our own self-image. The universe is abundant which means there's more than enough of everything for everyone. Ask for help knowing that it provides value and give help knowing that it provides value. Don't live in a zero-sum game, live in a value-add game, and you will constantly and consistently add value to your lives and others. Remember, boys, be more interested than interesting. Be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Can't wait to come back on, help you guys however I can. Thanks for having me. Thank you, David. Where, where can our listeners where can our listeners find you and get involved with your community? Yeah, two ways. Email me directly. I answer every email myself. David at dmelzer.com. I'll send you a book, sign it, pay for shipping and the book and my other book, Merrick and Evan. So go ahead, email me, David at dmelzer.com. And if you forget it, just remember my name, David Meltzer. Google me. I'm on every single platform, David Meltzer. Look forward to being of service and of value to everyone. Look forward to doing more with both of you guys. Thank you so much again for having me here. David, keep crushing it, man. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.